Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, guys. Um, anybody that can hear me, just give me an emoji or... Um, Hi, Kimberly. I just want anybody who's on here, Brian, all you guys that are clicking on here while I'm kind of getting this ready to pull my questions up, just give me a thumbs up or something if you can hear me. I just want to make sure everybody can hear me okay before I go into this whole, okay, perfect, loud and clear. Okay. <clears throat> I am trying to pull up questions. Lots and lots of questions. Because I want to go over some of these for you guys. And you guys, just so that you know, I am going to be answering live questions as well. All right? Okay. I got to throw that over there. So many questions, you guys. This is awesome. All right. Lori, you can hear me. Welcome, Kimberly, Brian. Got Holly on there. Tabitha, Andrew. Or Andrea, sorry. Um, Rish. I can't even pronounce your name. Roshandra? Sorry. Hello. And Jamie, Laura. We got a lot of people on here. Wow. Okay, cool. All right. Um, I'm just going to give everybody a few minutes to get on here. And then we're going to get into this Q&A. So I'm going to go over a couple of things. But I do want you to know I am going to, if you missed this, and it turns out all weird on Facebook. I'm going to uh, do this as a podcast. I will upload it to YouTube and I will upload it to iTunes in case you missed the Facebook live streaming thing because I know that some people will miss it and then be sad that they missed it. So, you know, this will be a spirit chat on one of them. And if you are on my podcast or you're on my uh, YouTube, definitely make sure that you like it and or follow it, subscribe, whatever, if you want to have more things like this. Because we may have to do updates um, as this goes on. Because I realized today, when I as I want to talk to you, <laughs> Chandra, okay, cool, I got it right. I realized as this crisis thing is going on and everything that's happening, um, I needed to kind of reach out to my people and my group and kind of, Calm your nerves a little bit on, there's so much anxiety going on around with this. So I want to give you my thoughts on um, what is happening with this, what I see psychically, because I feel like that's kind of what you guys need from me right now. It's not something that I normally do on a psychic level. Um, I usually kind of don't do predictions, but this I feel like is definitely very needed. So I'm going to start with kind of what I see happening and then I'm going to get into questions and if you have not posted some of the questions in the group like I asked before which I will go through I'm also going to be monitoring uh, the side 
of the chat here, which you can't see, but I will be monitoring so that if you have questions live at, or and or I say something that you have questions about, I want you to go ahead and post them. That's what I'm here for. Take full advantage of me doing this live stream. Okay, so the coronavirus. Um, the anxiety and panic is just, to me, when I look at it psychically, is completely disproportionate. It's absolutely disproportionate. And what I realized is when I started having um, conversations with people about this, because they would ask me, people who knew me would say, okay, what do you feel like about this? And how do you feel like about that? And I would give them my opinion. And then they would say, yeah, but the news says, well, yeah, but I've heard. And then I started realizing they're not getting that my opinion is actually my psychic opinion. It's what I see psychically. So for you guys who are intuitive, what I do when you, if you're an empath, if you're clairvoyant, if you're, whatever, I don't care what kind of senses you have. One of the things that you need to learn to train yourself to do is especially in times of crisis, you have to go straight into your, your, um, your intuitive senses and go, especially in something like this, is this matching what I'm seeing? Is this seem rational to me? Okay. Because it's definitely most likely in this situation, not going to match things. And here's what I mean by that. Um, first of all, the coronavirus is being blown completely out of proportion. Absolutely completely out of proportion. As far as being afraid you're going to catch it, here's the simple thing that, that I've seen is the coronavirus didn't just show up in January, didn't just show up in February or wherever that they tested it in China. What I've seen psychically is this virus has actually been going around since for a while now. It is part of the regular coronaviruses, SARS, MARS, that sort of thing. But this particular strain that everybody's freaking out about, it didn't just appear in January, February. It's been around for longer. It's been around for... Um, it, it, I feel and I see that it's actually been around on the mainland October, November, December. And so, for instance, for those of us that live in Hawaii, one of the things that I think that people are going to notice in Hawaii is the coronavirus actually ran through here um, around the October, November, December timeframe. So you're going to notice that people in Hawaii, the, our numbers are going to be lower. Now, the weird thing about that is technically Hawaii numbers should be way higher. If it follows what everybody is fearing about, and this is why I'm saying where my psychic stuff to my other stuff, we, Hawaii should be one of the hardest hit places. We literally only have like um, seven cases and two of them aren't even people who live here. They're like people who they quarantined here because they brought it in from somewhere else. Because we have a super high Asian Airlines population, people from China, Japan, everywhere in Asia flying through here all the time. Our, our, um, our uh, ships, cruise ships, is astronomical. We have had ships coming and going, and it, but the thing is, I, when I look at it psychically, it's ran through here, and a lot of people who had it never were tested for it because it wasn't on people's radar. Now, does that mean it's not going to go through Hawaii? No, it's probably still going to come through here. But what it means is a lot of people have actually been exposed to this prior to the testing in China. And then all of a sudden they put a name on it. Because if you think about it, how many times have you been to the um, doctor's office and they're like, oh, you just have a flu, go home, or you just have a virus, go home. They don't test you for different viruses usually. When they discovered this one, 
Then they created a test for it. See, that's the other thing which I'll probably get into later. When something like this happens, you almost have you you have to be observing some of the ways that it rolls about. This is not a new virus. The testing for it just happened to come around at a time that there's some other stuff going around as well. And so they bec there becomes a miss a moved focus from other things. But that being said, the virus is real. The virus is a real thing, okay? Um, yes, people are dying from it. Um, but the other thing that I see psychically is, and in, in this will match the, um, the numbers that people are uh, probably getting on coronavirus. I'm not seeing it hit very many people uh, that are below 60 and above. In fact, I would say it was more 70 and above. I'm not seeing that it hits that many people in a way that it literally affects their immune system. And so uh, that's probably going to reflect in the numbers. Does that mean that nobody can get it that's under 60 or 70? No, doesn't mean you can't get it. But the chances of you having complications from it are a lot higher if you have poor health conditions, um, it, heart stuff, asthma stuff, um, if you're elderly, um, you know, those are, in, and I believe the numbers are matching that. And thank God it's not affecting, you know, kids. And can a kid get it? Yes, a kid can get it. But what people aren't realizing is the other thing that I find very interesting, which is there are way more people I see psychically, I feel psychically, when I look into it, there are way more people walking around with coronavirus than you guys even know about. The thing is, and I'm, that's not for anxiety purposes, That the whole point is the virus will eventually have to move through groups of people and states in order for it to calm down. What the government is trying to do, which is not necessarily the worst thing in the world, is they actually are trying to make, they're trying to contain it as best they can in a way that it's not overflowing hospitals. So they already know, and if you Google this, you can find it, I'm sure, that when I look at it from a psychic level, we're not going to be able to just contain it like, like this and then it's just going to go away. That's not really, that's not going to happen. It's not possible. We're, people are going to have to be exposed to it just like they are with regular flus. The um, death rate on it, when I look at it psychically, is not even as high as the regular flu. Now, I feel like the reports will contradict that but you're not looking at things that are necessarily higher than a regular flu. That's not what I'm seeing. Uh, the other problem that I see that it's causing is it's not even the virus itself. Um, it's not even catching the virus. It's not carrying the virus. That's not what I necessarily see as a problem because most of those people are not going to know that they have it. Most people who have it right now don't know that they have it. Um, they may be carriers. I had somebody ask the question, I'm afraid um, in the group, once somebody says, I'm scared that I'm going to catch it and then accidentally give it to somebody else. The chances of you doing that are high. I mean, truthfully, if, you, if psychically, the chances of people accidentally just having it, not knowing they have it and giving it to someone else's, it, it's probably going to happen. And, and there's nothing you can do about it. And, tr and truthfully, again, psychically, that's the way that I see this kind of calming down a little bit is from exposure. I do know that there are some, I know, um, I know personally some nurses that li live in areas that work in hospitals where there's been coronaviruses. And 
the amount of people testing positive for coronavirus. So what's basically happening in a lot of the hospitals is they are coming in with um, uh, high fevers and pneumonia. They are also tend to be very elderly. They also tend to be like if 10 people come in with it or like a fever and pneumonia, like maybe two test positive. So it's a low, low number than you would, a lot lower number than you would think. There's way more people still going in the hospitals with regular flu that are testing negative for the coronavirus. Are they recovering? Most of them are. That's the other thing. So the what do I see happening as far as the economy and that sort of stuff? Here's what I see kind of happening. I think that they are, there's going to be a lot of anxiety and worry um, and even just panic not not warranted. I want to make sure that you realize this is not warranted panic, worry, or any of that. But I feel like because so many people are watching the news and because they are really buying into this fear of everything that's happening, I feel like for the next two to three weeks, and then also there will be some regulations put in place, I feel, from the government. I think it's probably going to eventually cover all states unless something changes. That's kind of what I feel is going to come, is is like a self-quarantining thing. What I want you to know about that, though, is the food supply is not in danger. I absolutely do not see that being in danger psychically. I really, really don't. What that they really want to do, what their goal is when they talk about this and what essentially is going to happen is it will be like um, social gathering places. They're not going to starve you. I don't see people starving because they're trying to make sure you don't die from a virus or catch a virus. That's just like ridiculous. Um, The food supply, I don't see being interrupted. And I know that that is a fear for a lot of people. I really, I, I, people will still be going to work and they will want to work. People who are not sick are going to want to go to work and they're going to want to, um, you know, make money during this time. And so the, uh, People who are delivering the food, they're going to want to go to work as well. There's going to be a lot going on behind the scenes as far as feeding people and health care, and those people will still all work. Where they're trying to kind of minimize things is going to be in a social structure and social setting, and that has, for some reason, hits people's minds as, oh my gosh, and then that means the world's being affected in this particular way. I don't see this lasting for a super long time. What I think is going to happen is I think that they're probably going to um, extend this at the end of March. I feel like some places are going to continue to extend it into in and around to April 15th. That's where I feel like the the extension might move into. And then then what's going to happen, I feel like, or what I see, is that it's going to slowly start going down more um, than we're, we're going to get uh, certain states and stuff are going to see a decline. Then people are going to start, you know, wanting kids back in school. And, and life is going to start trying to return to normal from the middle of April to the end of April is when people are really going to start going, okay, some states you can start going to school and now we can be more social again. And so I see this kind of fear thing going at least till like I said, the first week, um, maybe into like April 15th and then April 15th on, things are going to start calming down a little bit. Um, in May, there's still going to be talk about it. 
uh, we're still going to be probably there's going to be a lot of um, recovery talk or potentially stock market stuff. People are wondering about that. I feel like we're not going to actually see recovery stuff from stock markets until we get more towards the, towards the end of May. And then what's going to happen is in June, July, and I know I did uh, hear somebody say that they were talking about, oh, this may go through August. I really don't see this going through August. I see this really curbing to where May it starts to curb a lot. And then June, people are literally forgetting about it. They literally are going to start forgetting about it or just they're just so sick of hearing it by that point that they're just over it. They realize that maybe you've known a person here or two that had it. They realize that it's potentially around their community and they realize that most people are actually recovering just fine from it. It's the elderly that are being more hit from it. So I definitely see that it's not going to go through the summertime. I, I really don't. That's I really I don't see that. And then I also um, feel like people are worried about potentially small businesses. Now the other thing that I think may be end up happening is I feel like there may be some tax credits that eventually that they're going to come out with, but they're not really going to talk about that yet because they're trying to get the crisis stuff under control. Um, so there might be some small business tax credits. Um, and some different things like that. There will be potentially some larger corporations that will, uh, they will get some government subsidy type stuff, or I don't know if I said that right. And I feel like they will allow those businesses to actually pay employees to stay home. So some of the larger corporations are going to have money to do that. But the way that they're moving money around they're not really moving it around necessarily for the good of the people. I mean, it's just, it is what it is. I mean, that $1.5 trillion they dumped in the stock market, it's not really, obviously, as you know, helping the stock market. I don't think that was necessarily the intention behind it. I think that that was what was told to everybody, if that makes sense. Um, and so uh, Kelly says, I'm not worried or panicked, just an observation. My city is in lockdown. The advocate group Anonymous said the message could be leading to a recession that lasts up to two years. Do you feel like there will actually be a recession? Some schools are out for the rest of the academic year. I do think that some schools will be out for the rest of the academic year. Um, I do feel like that it will depend on your state and or not even just per state but per county. So there's going to be a lot of county decision-making on what they're going to do with the school stuff. Um, but there will be some that will be out the rest of the year, but I don't feel like it's a high percentage. I think it's probably going to be maybe 2%. Um, I do not think that this recession, I do not think that we're going to go into recession that's going to last two years. I think that what's going to, oddly, I think what oddly is going to happen is there's going to be kind of a higher bounce back that probably is going to be a little bit in June and then a little bit in August as far as the stock markets and Wall Street goes. So um, there is going to be some bounce back. I don't think that the market, I don't feel like the economy is just going to plummet, fall on its face, and that's going to last for two years. I don't see that happening. Um, so uh, will this hurt Trump's re-election campaign? Who knows? I mean, I think that he's done enough to hurt his campaign anyways, but... Um, my concern more is just uh, making sure that you guys are not necessarily freaking out because, again, I feel like that is this is the media hyping this up in a way that is just ridiculous, hundred percent, 
absolutely 100% is this being blown out of proportion. So blown out of proportion. Uh, do I think that there's way more coronavirus around that than there um, was? Yes. Um, and I also think that it's been around for longer than they, they even mention or know about. I think it's actually been going on through the flu season and there just wasn't awareness and or testing about it. They weren't screaming about it on social media or like um, on, the, on the media. So I think it's been around longer than you think. I've been a lot of, I think a lot of you guys have already been subjected to it. I think a lot of you guys potentially maybe even had it, didn't know you had it. Um, I think that, like I said, it's been around a lot of places that you didn't even probably realize. And the chances of you having issues with it are, are the same as you having issues with the flu. It's not high. The only reason that I think people are freaking out about this is because I think for, again, one, they're watching the news. And then number two, it's a new, th new thing that they don't know about. And, um... It's really odd to me how the news is really kind of, uh, it's very odd that the news is blowing this so out of proportion when what I see psychically and what the numbers are, are kind of matching. And what I mean by that is, again, it's not affecting everybody. It's not affecting kids. And it's the death rate is very similar to the flu. And it's just very interesting that it's being so causing so much panic and that they're taking such extreme measures because, again, you can Google this if you want to, but I did see this before somebody told me about it. Psychically, I seen it's not going to matter what they do to contain it. It's going to have to work its way through the population to get your immunities built up. It's just the way it's going to have to work. It's just the way viruses work. But... That also means, which is I'm going to bring to the next one, which is uh, you need to, here's the interesting thing I find about this. What good's going to come out of this? What We need to know what good's going to come out of this. It is mind boggling to me how much that I've noticed that people are starting to freak out so bad. And then you realize the corporations and even regular people don't take just regular hand, uh, sanitizing hand, um health measures, uh, I can't even think of the word, but you know, like Starbucks corporately cleaning down tables, restaurants cleaning down stuff. Like we should be doing this anyways. This is something that just should be a thing. This shouldn't have to be a coronavirus before the restaurants are more aware of cleaning down tables. Too many people come in with the flu. There is like, I looked it up. There is four, an average of 419 people have literally died from the flu every single day from January till now. An average of 419 people every day, or like, you know, I'm sorry, weekly, every week. 419 a week. It's insanity. You, those same people are still going into Starbucks whether we have coronavirus or not. They're still going to the restaurants whether you have coronavirus or not. How about everybody just start practicing sanitary stuff? How about that as a restaurant, you take responsibility to make sure your stuff is cleaned off and that, you know, we just are more aware of sanitary measures. The other thing. Hand sanitizer. If your cities run out of it, get soap and water. You you guys want to use your um, smarts during this time. If somebody's going into surgery, they're not putting hand sanitizer on. 
they're putting soap and water. They're washing their hands. That's what you do. You know, I still, I, I still am not even getting the toilet paper thing. That just is mind boggling to me. I don't get that at all. Um, it's not like people are going to stop making toilet paper. Again, put it out of your mind that this is an apocalyptic situation. There are not, the supplies are not going to continue to be replenished. The problem with the grocery stores, just so that you know, and what I see psychically is people are buying stuff off the shelves so fast, but they still have the same staff. They still have the same amount of people working in that grocery store. So now imagine you normally have to stock, you know, what, a hundred boxes on the shelves with the same staff. And now everybody's coming cleared out the grocery stores. So now you have to stock 600 boxes with the same staff. It's not that there's no food in the stores, and that's what's, you have to think rationally. It's not that they don't have the food. It's they don't have the staff to staff the food onto the shelves, which is why they're also talking about minimizing the store hours, is they don't have the staff to replenish the shelves, so they're gonna have to minimize grocery store hours so they can actually get the food back on the shelves. They have the food in the back, you guys. It's going to be still coming to you it's going to be still supplied. People are still going to make money. It's, you know, it needs to come in and those people are still going to go to work. You're still going to have the food stuff. You're still going to have the financial stuff, although the financial stuff is hit, taking a hit, which seems oddly weird that we have this virus that is very similar to the regular flu. So now we have all these measures that is dumping $5 billion in the pharmaceutical companies and $1.5 trillion in the Wall Street. Very interesting. So, um, somebody says, I'm going to start uh, getting uh, to some of these questions. Uh, can you be a carrier and not have any symptoms? Absolutely, you can be a carrier and you cannot have any symptoms. You can just be a carrier and or you could just have it and not have any symptoms. Most of the people that I look at psychically, if I, and this is what I've done to just uh, do this talk and to um, calm people's nerves that are around me. If I look psychically at the population and I look at the coronavirus, what I see is mild, 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 mild. That's what I see. So what happens is I can look at the U.S. and I, what I see colors of, um, if I ask myself, okay, or ask whoever you want to think I ask, if I look psychically and go, where's the coronavirus? Where's it hitting the hardest? I will see just different areas and shades of colors. If I look at it and go, okay, out of the coronavirus population, what's happening? Is these mild? Are they in hospitals? The parts that are in hospitals and extreme are very, 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 very light. There's not much of them. Um, if I look at the population and say, okay, how many people are carrying the coronavirus or have the coronavirus, it's much larger than you think. It's a lot larger than, they're even, than they even can tell you because most of the people who have it, or I don't want to say most, but a lot of the people who have it or have had it and then now have antibodies to it because they had it and then it got over it and they thought they had the regular flu, that number is way higher than you think it is. It just is. It's way higher. So again, if you're worried about getting it or being exposed to it, chances are you probably maybe have had it and or was exposed to it already. It's been around for longer than January and February. It just, it is, and it goes back. Um, Rebecca says, I've had a terrible tight chest today due to exposure to black mold because of shortness of breath. Anyone around me is, uh, everyone around me is glaring that I have a virus, total panic, so crazy. Yeah, I suppose. Um, 
what is the agenda behind the oh, the fiasco? Okay, I you know this is a little bit kind of a touchy subject to get into, but usually when something like this happens, where something's being very uh, blown out of proportion, there's money being moved and or bills being passed that you probably didn't even know were being passed. So and it they're not even really. Um, it's the same as when they just did. Um, the government bailouts in what was that in uh, 2009 they literally just pumped money into banks and Wall Street into private banking the private banking industry right in front of people because they instilled fear the same thing that is happening right now the American people if they are so afraid the economy is going to crash do they care if they dump 1.5 trillion dollars into the into Wall Street and to the bankers and the private sectors and the private corporations Nobody cares. They're worried about toilet paper. So they're just like, dump what you need to do. And uh, as long as everything, you know, like I'm still going to have a job. I don't care what you need to do with the money. Just go ahead and do what you need to do. Sheer panic. Nobody cares. If they were to try to do that without sheer panic, what would happen? Uh, I don't want to say that, but it would hit the fan, right? You'd have a lot of opposition to... Um, money being moved and bills being passed to pump money into the same stuff that is happening anyways and most likely if they do so what's going to happen next and what I do really think is going to happen next is um, they will probably come up with a vaccine that most likely there might be already done or in um, production whatever I don't know they're saying that they're working on vaccines right so the next thing will be the vaccine and then a heavy push towards getting vaccinated for the coronavirus. So I do think in some regards it's going to go away. Um, it's going to go away again May, June. By June, everybody's so burnt out they don't care anymore. But I think that the coronavirus vaccine that they come up with, that will still be pushed and pushed and pushed. So that's probably the only thing you'll care or hear about with the coronavirus um, and because truthfully just out of curiosity as I go through these anybody who's on here because I keep asking people this who are freaking out if you know somebody with the coronavirus put an emoji or say I do and if you do know somebody with the coronavirus then I'd like you to tell me if they're in the hospital or at home because a lot of you guys are gonna find out that most of the people who know them in fact I somebody called right before this thing and said um, yeah, I just found out my friend from the mainland's kid has coronavirus, which is weird because kids don't get them. And I said, well, um, where is she? Oh, she's at home. Yeah, she's at home because she's not that sick. So anyways, um, so let's see. Let's go down. I don't see a recession lasting for two years. I do think that you as really as the empaths, as intuitive, as spiritual awakening people, I would rather have you, if you're going to follow me and or learn to develop your intuition and um, if you really want to get into the spiritual awakening, I really th feel like if this, say something like this happens again, you really want to tune into your intuition and feel, is there something else going on behind this or is this something of valid concern? I don't see that we should be having any valid concern over something like this. 
I do think that there might be another potential scare of something, whether it's similar to this or something else, probably in November-ish or somewhere around there, October, November. Again, I don't think it's going to have any relevance to it, just so that you know. Um, so just keep that in mind that once this starts getting out of proportion, do your homework, check your intuition, you know, see if your, if, if your anxiety is matching what the news is saying, or is your anxiety, um, is it matching what, what your research is saying, what your smarts are saying? If you do some research, yeah, you're, you're gonna notice that it's just so blown out of proportion. Um... Let's see, how do you see this will be impacting the healthcare systems? Uh, will, we, will we flatten the curve? Is there a concern for enough beds in the hospitals? You know what? Truthfully, I don't need, Carly, ask that question. I don't think that hospi very many hospitals are going to have an issue. I don't think. So, um, be because you have to keep in mind, though, that regular flu people are still going in the hospitals. I think that there will be a few counties and or cities that are harder hit than others that will probably go on the news within the next, you know, maybe week or so. And they're going to say, hey, we're at capacity. We're freaking out. We don't have any masks and we don't know what to do with these people and we need to find somewhere to put them. So we put up this emergency place. I do think that that's probably going to happen in a few cities. Do I think that that should be what reason to panic? No. They can figure it out. China figured it out. It's it's not something that they cannot figure out. It's something that can be figured out. And the issue with that is, you know, it's just going to be simply fact of having enough beds and whatnot. Do I think that they're going to run out of medical supplies? Maybe someone, sorry about that, might cure their, of course that happens when I'm doing this. Um, there might be some that run out here or there. Do I think it's going to be uh, across a lot of states? No. Do I think it's going to be across the United States? No. I don't think that you're going to... I, this is not Walking Dead. We're not going to run into, like, I just... People, just stop watching Walking Dead. That's just not helpful whatsoever. Um, so there may be a few counties, a few cities that says, we have to throw up stuff. We have to throw up an interim place. But... You're gonna. You, it'll be fine. It will be figured out. It's not gonna be an unfigureoutable thing. Okay. Um, I think that this has highlighted areas of improvement within our systems. <laughs> That's an understatement of the year. It absolutely has highlighted areas of improvement within our systems. But it's been going on for so long that we need improvement within our systems. My suggestion to you is to take your own health very seriously and this is something that I talk about a lot and it's something that don't wait until you're having your own physical symptoms where you're 60 or you're 70 take care of yourself take better care of your health you have total you have total control over this you know people panic and they start buying things because they have no control over um situations and they feel like if they run to the store and buy um you know enough food to last them for four weeks or an apocalypse that somehow they have control where you really can benefit control is keeping your immune system high um using good hand washing techniques teaching your kids how to you know uh wash their hands before they eat make it a habit make being uh you know not sanitary but being having good eating, you know, clean skills, whatever you want to call it, 
Um, make it a habit. Not like you have to panic when this happens. If somebody's sick in your house, wipe down everything. That should be a habit. Bleach your doorknobs. Wipe your your um, light switches. Do I think that that's going to help? 100%. I absolutely think that those things help. Is if you just take care of the things that you can take care of. And that is your personal hygiene, your house hygiene. Make sure that before your family eats dinner, you bleach, you know, or wipe down your tables that you uh, take once a week and you wipe down your handles. That is what's going to help your own personal health and your own family, but that shouldn't just be now. And I've had people say, should this be a way of life? Is this going to change a way of life? I hope so. I literally hope so. I hope that this makes people go, you know what? I don't want to get my immune system so run down. In order to do that, I need to take some health stuff seriously. I need to make sure that I'm just wiping down stuff all the time. Or if somebody's sick, I wipe down everything with bleach. I literally do this in my own house. You should do this all the time. This should not be a new thing. So as far as improvements within the healthcare system, that is a battle that I don't think is going to be handled, addressed, or um, do I think it's going to be better by even the election time? No. I don't think it's going to be better. I really, I don't. I don't see any improvements being made throughout the end of this year, at least, um, with healthcare system. And then I think it's going to be up going, slow, slow up going up a hill. Um, are flu vaccines bad for us? My, okay. My personal opinion on Linda, Linda is, and I'm just going to tell you what my personal opinion is. You guys I would love for you to make your own personal opinion on this and, um, you know, use your own intuition. When the H1N1 or influenza A or B, or I don't even remember what flu it was, um, was be running rampant. Then they just started testing it. They just started discovering it. I will never forget it. It ran rampant. My kids were, I think that one of them was nine and one of them was four or five. I will never forget this. And I went to the doctor and they both had it. And it was at the time the most scariest thing. And they're like, oh yeah, they're gonna be really sick and whatever. And the, um, when I went home, I had a thing with my guides that said, they're going to develop a vaccine and they are going to be pushing this vaccine. And they said, do not take this vaccine. So um, it wasn't, you know, it was like a checkup with the kids um, later, or it might have even been the next year. They had developed a vaccine, and their pediatrician started going, we absolutely, you know, recommend that all kids get this vaccine. And I, none of my family takes the vaccine. I really don't like the, what's, I don't like the feel of the vaccine. Doesn't mean you shouldn't do it. I personally do not resonate with the feel of the vaccine. I also do not psychically see, doesn't mean it's not helping you, but what I see when I look at it is it doesn't, if it helps, the part of it helping is super, 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 super slim. And I've known more people that have gotten sick off the vaccine than I have not been sick. And the interesting thing is when you tell people that, they always say, yeah, but I would have been way sicker if I hadn't taken the vaccine. And I'm thinking, well, you're pretty damn sick now, so I don't know about that, but whatever. So 
if you personally resonate with the vaccine and you feel to the core of your being right here, the center of your chest, that that's something that you should do, by all means do it. That is not something that I feel that I resonate with any of my family with. We do not do it. It doesn't vibrate well with me at all. Um, and I, what I think is going to happen is something very similar with this. Um, you know, it's they, it's just like, it was very strange how California, um, uh, the mothers and everybody wanted to do the non-vaccinating thing in California. And they were uh, losing the bill. They wanted to pass a bill to do mandatory vaccines. And then all of a sudden measles just happened to show up in where? Disney World or Disneyland. That was very strange. Very interesting. I'm just saying there, you have to use your intuition on there's too many synchronicities. Viruses and things like this now are very much under control for the most part and very well known how to handle them, I guess I would say. So um, if something's showing up irrationally, just question that so anyways um i let's see what else do we have here on the i'm having so many um things that i'm that i'm missing some of them so it looks like i somebody said something about restocking absolutely i don't know what happened before that um tabitha says is a whole um it's like the whole world is out shopping at the same time sold out supply chain yep that's definitely this is the like i said just you guys even it, let's just say you go to the store and you do notice that the, your your grocery store is sold out. I just want you not to panic. They are going to restock it. Just give them like 12 hours. Just give them a minute. The food is still coming. It's still being made. It's still being pushed out. I do not see that stopping. I really don't. I, again, the hours when you can shop might slow. But again, I only see that going on for maybe another three weeks. Um, potentially, like I said, April 15th and kind of on, I see that really kind of going away and people just going, oh, okay, that's like over now. We're good. So don't worry about that. Like, I mean, it'll be okay. They're, they're, they're still producing food. I, I literally have looked at this psychically and it's still coming, still being made. They're still stocking. In fact, it's probably in the back of that store. Just needs to be put up front. Um, we'll see. It's creating a lot of unkindness uh, towards frontline people like grocery store staff. Um, um, yeah, that's, Linda, it is creating a lot of unkindness. And um, it's creating a lot of, yeah, they're just, it, it, unkindness towards um, medical professionals as well. Some of the medical people in the industry are not being treated well from the medical uh, staff, like the, the higher-ups. I do know that there is a place that I've heard about that they're actually not necessarily taking care of the nurses um, and or the doctors. They're not putting um, safety protocols in place. I feel like that's probably happening way more than you realize. I feel like a lot of the healthcare industry workers are amazing, absolutely amazing to be weathering this. And I feel like that they're not getting the respect from the people who are writing their paychecks and or just what's going on they're not being supported 
um, that needs to change. Will it change? Uh, not right now because everybody feels like they're in crisis mode. So um, that's going to have to wait a half a minute, but it absolutely should change. Um, that's really bad. I, I, my heart goes out to those people. Um, and let's see, I had, I, geez, they're coming in quick guys. I can't catch them all. I really feel like, um, uh, like I have a, had it a few months ago. It was a dry cough lasted for two weeks. I'm telling you, I'm, I'm telling you, I, I, I think it actually had gone through my family. It, it was a very odd, um, thing that, that, where that started with fevers, same type of thing, lasted longer than normal. It felt very odd to me. Um, and I think that again, in Hawaii, I feel like it's ran through a lot of places here and people don't even, um, did, don't even realize that it's ran through a lot of places. Um, let's see, completely fear-based form of uh, chemical warfare. Well, I, like I said, they're, the way that they they have a lot of our um, flus and things under control. Let's just say that they do. So, um, do you think I am getting questions so fast that I'm missing on a lot of them? Uh, so, if I didn't get to you, I'm I might not. I'm just trying to get to you as fast as I can. Uh, if we already have the antibodies, why should we get this vaccine? I'm uh, I'm Holly. I would. I'm not going to get the vaccine. I mean, my family is not going to get the vaccine. Again, that's a choice if you want to make that. And it also maybe would be a choice if you're older and or have underlying health conditions might be uh, reasonable to get. Um, we don't do the vaccines. We, we, my family is especially skeptical and I am especially skeptical of anything that comes out very um, unwarranted media wise. And then there's a vaccine from it right behind it. That to me is a big old, that seems interesting. Sorry, don't think I need that. Um, just like all of a sudden they're doing the chicken pox vaccine. Okay, yeah, I just, I don't, um, my family and from what I see with vaccines is we want as less, less of those chemicals in our body as humanly possible. Absolutely don't want that. Um, should we get a vaccine when they come out with it? Kara says, again, it's gonna be your call. I am not just, I think, just so that you know, I feel like they, their numbers quote that I believe that the flu, the independent studies is the flu vaccine works 28% of the time. If you get the vaccine, you're going to be looking at 20 to 28% of the time is what I feel like psychically. But I really, I just, I think I, it's a waste if you ask me, but you should make your own decision, your own intuitive uh, guidance on that. Um, Let's see, I work at the school. I know families that have had it, but okay, here we go. Angie says, I, well, I don't know what that means. I do, they're all at home with a cough. Oh, you know somebody who has it, Angie. They're all at home with a cough. There you go. They're at home. Yes, I work in a school. Know a lot of families that have it, but they're not in the hospital. There you go. Uh, love the reminder to use our own intuition. Uh, I'm not freaking out, but I feel like, I feel like we are not in danger, just elderly people with lung issues very accurate. Um, Dor Doris, um, let's see, uh, let's see, what's that, Dor Dory, sorry. Um, I haven't been so fearful or scared about all this. It's more the energy off the chart because it's causing me to feel like I'm in some sort of um, speed. Does that make sense? Yes, it absolutely does. Uh, we are fire rescue. 
Family hospitals are on alert at least once a month and at capacity and refusing patients. This happens all the time. Again, not not uncommon. Thank you, Rebecca. Um, Holly, I think my anxiety is matching your latest podcast from a couple weeks ago. Yes, um, movement, lower vibration. Okay, that's the other thing. People are asking me about that. Um, so I'm going to talk about that in a minute. So if you're not interested in low vibration stuff, then you can get off. Um, not sure why I don't have fear over this, trying to send out positive stuff. I live in New York. My children's school is shut down until April 20th, and I'm out of work at the least. Um, how do you stop from worrying about elderly, high-risk people and kids and schools and food while empathic? This, uh, it's overwhelming. But uh, Because, Susie, you go to your intuition, and uh, you use your, your senses, your senses and the numbers, which basically, you know what? The elderly aren't really going to be always, uh, again, why did not everybody freak out about the elderly like, you know, last year or three months ago? Like they're still at high risk for flus, but yet that's not on people's radar. But it's not on people's radar because we're used to it. We're used to knowing that the flus can harm elderly. So that's another thing that I'm saying. This, this anxiety is unproportionalistic. They were still at the same risk four months ago. They were still at the same risk last year. They, they were still were. Heck, we could have had the coronavirus last year and still didn't know about it. There's so many viruses out there that they don't name. There's so many that they do not name. Just because they gave this a name, that's what's mind-boggling to me. They gave this a name. It still acts and behaves very similar in its numbers to the regular flu. Only, thank God, regular flu affects children. This one does not necessarily near as bad, even though it can. Um, and so... They're still always at the same risk. They still are. And they will be next year. Even if we cured coronavirus altogether and it was completely wiped off the face of the planet, they are still at a very high risk anyways from the flu. It's just the nature of them being older. Um, it's the nature of having underlying health conditions. These are the things that, you know what? Yes, they are at high risk. They will be this year. They will be 10 years from now. It's just the way it's going to be. That's why you want to have all these precautions in place anyways. And not to mention, I unfortunately, we are all going to die at some point in time. So is it scary to think of somebody elderly in your home or, or you know, your mother or whoever, um, your father, anybody who may have underlying health conditions that might something might happen? It's terrifying. It's absolutely heart-wrenching. But the coronavirus may or may not be the one thing that does that might not even have anything to do with it uh it could be the regular flu that's what i'm saying is that becomes unproportionalistic to what's actually happening is these are the facts they're susceptible to all viruses they're susceptible susceptible to viral pneumonia um that's not the coronavirus they're susceptible to the regular flu they're susceptible to all kinds of things so it's it, it shouldn't be something that makes you sick to your stomach and you're freaking out about because this particular virus has a name it's just the it's just life of being elderly and or having underlying health conditions so um you know kids i don't see this affecting a lot of kids um, I'm sure the kids are at, just super stoked that they're not in school. Um, as far as being empathic, here's the best thing you can do as far as being empathic. You can help to reassure people around you and yourself and your kids and your family that, you know what, we're basically healthy. If you're basically healthy, you're going to be probably just fine. 
Um, and then you just make sure that you instill new habits. You wash your hands. You do the cleaning stuff. You you talk about it as a family and, and make sure that you're eating healthy. You address the stressors in your life. That is not the coronavirus, by the way. Uh, stressors in your life will lower your immune system. And it will lower your immune system so fast it can be like getting hit by a Mack truck. Stress is the number one silent killer. Straight up is. And as from a psychic standpoint, from a spiritual standpoint, I see more problems with that because it starts to attack the spiritual immune system. Then it begins to affect the physical immune system. And then people are then susceptible to viruses and different things like that. So if you are very stressed about just work, um, relationships, things in your life, all the readings that I do, those are what I see being major concerns. That's what you should be really concerned about. If you want to be stressed out about anything right now, you really should be stressed out about that, which then adds more stress. So forget I said that. <laughs> that makes no sense. Um, but, you know, as an empath, use your intuition. Tune into is this different? Because you're going to feel that it's not different. If you're starting to feel panicky, you're feeling the panic of other people. And that's when you need to compartmentalize and separate. If you need to quarantine yourself in your house and or not watch the news for two weeks, put a Netflix show on. Distract yourself. Move away from the media. Move away from the hype. Just tune into how you're feeling. That's where you're going to work with your empathic skills. Tune into how you're feeling. If you're feeling good, roll with that. You're, you know, roll with that and watch a show, but use distraction. Don't use the news as a distraction because if you're going to use this news as a distraction and really be like, okay, should we be fearful? Is this going to happen? Is that going to happen? You will be stressing out, I promise you, for the next two to three weeks because that's where I see the media just being crazy. The next two to three weeks, they're going to be like, oh, there's new cases, and now oh, now we're going to quarantine this area. Again, don't panic because they're not shutting down the food supply. But if you are going to want to stress out about coronavirus, you will do it for the next two to three weeks. You just will. There's going to be a lot of media attention around it for the next two to three weeks. It's going to be a lot of media scare, um, unwarranted, again, not even as high as the regular flu, but that's in the highlight. Um, and they're going to continue to hype this up until at least the middle of April. It's going to happen, just so that you know. So that's the time frame. And then people are going to wear out and they're just going to be like, I don't want to hear it anymore. Um, and so you teach the kids, uh, you know, um, and Cher says, I wash, my kids wash their hands when I walk in the house. Um, you know, yeah, you just, you just have them wash their hands when they come in from playing. You have, you keep wet wipes in the car if you want to have them wash their hands or wash your own hands when you get in the car. Um, you can use hand sanitizer when you get in the car because that's hard to use soap and water. When you come home, wash your hands. When you cook, wash your hands. When you eat, wash your hands. Just make sure you're washing your hands before you're touching your food and face and all that kind of stuff. Um, and... Yeah, again, I don't understand. Like, I, I truthfully, you guys, I'm not even kidding. I'm like, if the worst thing that happens is restaurants stop, start cleaning their tables, sanitary, you know, more sanitary measures, and it's done by corporate. I mean, really? Thank you. Blues, colds, whatever. Yes, thank you. Please be sanitary. Like, that's not a bad thing. And, yes, and people cleaning their homes and whatever. It's crazy. 
Uh, Tabitha says, flu vaccine has made me so sick for tw 20 years ago. I hadn't had it since. Um, Kara says, we're basically forced to have vaccines in Australia right now, or we lose financial subsidies and children can't go to childcare. That's very strange. I didn't know that, Kara. I'm going to have to look into that a little bit more. The interesting thing is your regulations might be different than U.S.'s regulations. The U.S. Um, on vaccines, when my children were small, uh, it, I actually looked on their vaccination schedule to because uh, of my grandbabies. They required kids to have something like 27 more shots from the age of zero to two now than when my kids were young, which is very strange. They probably don't have the same thing in Australia as they do um, in U.S. as far as how many uh, vaccines that you are being told you have to take. Because there are some countries that you have to do vaccines, but they're not as astronomical. Um, let's see. My kids haven't had the flu vaccine in six years. Uh, let's see. Totally grew Jen. Got the vaccines. We'll never do it again. We're forced to get the flu vaccine at my job. Yeah, on those situations, I don't know how you get around it. And there are some things that are good to have as far as, um, you know, hepatitis shots if you work in the health industry, not the worst thing to have. Um, if you're going out of country and you need to get certain shots like malaria or whatever, not the worst thing to have. I'm just talking about the rate, the, how they have these things that were, were um, around all the time on the daily, and then all of a sudden there's a vaccine for it after there's a scare for it. So, scare, we're around it, then vaccine. That's that's where I start getting skeptical. Scare, vaccine, scare, vaccine. It, you know, I, unless it's something that is um, not like the flu. Like, they've come up with some really good things for, I don't know, I think we were talking about the AIDS virus and different things like that. They've come up with some amazing, amazing technologies, and that's great. But I'm just talking about the things that are, you know, just blown out of proportion. Um, let's see. Don't want the boys to have the vaccine. Uh, do you believe the virus is man-made? Um, <laughs> I don't really know how to answer that question. I don't think the virus itself is necessarily man-made. Um, but I find it interesting that the way it was all of a sudden discovered the timing and then what happened afterwards, we'll just say. I just find that very interesting. Um, a lot of people ask, I feel, I'm having a lot of people ask about this, I feel that um, we have a lot more control over viruses and things than people realize. Well, there's a lot more control and they a lot than people realize. We'll kind of leave it at that. Um, a lot of people are asking if the virus is man-made. And, you know, I as far as manipulating the virus to create a new one, again, the coronavirus is not new. It's been around since, like, the 70s. Or, no, let's be clear. It's not been around. It was discovered. Again, just like this was just discovered, but I'm certain it's been in a lot of places and through a lot of places um, before it was even named and tested for, Okay. So um, that's my point. It's been around for a very long time. It's all of a sudden has a new name slapped on it, and then the media ran with it. That doesn't mean it just that 
that virus just happened with that very first person in China. That doesn't mean that that was the first person who ever had it. That means that's where they named it. And then that's where the fear instilled, if that makes sense. Um, three people asking me if man made at once. Um, I uh, take to take taking it, but I'm used to it now. Notices too. I'd say yes. My intuitions told me not to worry. Everything started shutting down, including Disney. That made me worry and second guess myself. You know, again, these places don't want to be. They're they're trying to Disney shutting down and all that. It doesn't necessarily make much sense. Oh, the other thing too is you may notice and don't panic when this happens either. Um, there actually may be some airline restrictions. That potentially is the next thing that you might see. Uh, and what I mean by that is they will not stop, I don't believe, domestic flights altogether. But I do believe that there might be some a lot heavier restrictions and cutbacks. And that may last towards, let me look at that a minute. I feel like the cutbacks will probably last until the end of April. Um, I feel like mm, the domestic uh, airlines, as far as what I mean by that is they're not going to want people to go traveling like on vacation. They may say, you know, are you going home? That type of thing. You can fly home if you need to, etc. Or if you need to fly to see a family member who's having an issue, maybe that, um, something like that. They're probably will be some restrictions instilled um, within the next week or so. That's something that you may want to watch for. Um, I think we even had it. It tested three. Uh, it lasted three to four weeks and felt really sick. Yeah, I'm telling you guys, I feel like it's ran through a lot of places. I'm not even kidding you. It was the, I feel like it's ran through our house. I feel like, um, it was something that was very different. If you, like Denise is saying, she felt like she had it. It did seem like it lasted longer than uh, it seemed like it lasted like three or four weeks. Um, but I feel like it's uh, um, something that is already gone through a lot of places. They just haven't named it. And I mean, truthfully, you guys, if you want to even think about it that way, you don't even know that this didn't run through all last year and nobody, and they just said it was a flu. You just don't even know. Um, Cattle markets and grain markets, absolutely, uh, I think you meant tanked. It's affected my community. Do you feel things will change by April? I, uh, cattle and grain, I feel like you're looking at not April, but poss probably May, June, unfortunately, on that. Um, they say no to vaccines. Do you see any of that? Do you see this as any type of... As, uh, as a strain has suddenly been created, um, like I said, like I said before, it wasn't just discovered. It was, it wasn't just, it was just named. I mean, I guess they can say it was just discovered, but I'm, I don't believe that that was just discovered. It was named. Then all of a sudden media ran with it. Stuff got crazy. A lot of synchronicities going on with the economy. A lot of similarities going on. It, our response to everything is the same thing. Dump money into the stock market. Bills get passed. It's it's a whole thing. Um, so coronavirus linking us to the fifth dimension. Um, so what I think about this is also kind of interesting. 
uh, if, as, if we're going to get into as far as being spiritual awakening stuff. So if you're not interested in that, you can probably uh, um, not listen. But as far as the spiritual awakening stuff, again, I feel like this is really awakening a lot of people. Um, I, and I think that's a good thing. I think that this is really, really a good thing as much as it's awakening a lot of people. Um, but what I think it's awakening to is it shouldn't necessarily be mass um, society in general, although that that will be an after effect of that as well. And I don't think that's a bad thing. But where I should feel like you should be experiencing your, your spiritual awakening and where, where this is probably relating to that is in a, on a personal level. On a personal level, if you are having very bad anxieties about this, it is a good time to reevaluate um, how you're living your life and um, how healthy you are on a spiritual level and a physical level and how you really truly want to live moving forward because we, you know, we're not going to end with just this scare. There will probably be other scares in the future with different types of things and it's very important. It was actually predicted um, that those who are not ready to move on to the fifth dimension or move on to um, a higher frequency, they will end up checking out um, there was more, I think, suicides this year than there has been in a lot of places. Um, you know, people will get uh, health things and end up having issues and complications and, and, and passing on. Um, could be pneumonias, could be, you know, anybody who is not ready to kind of shift frequency. Um, people, when I do readings, just so that you know, and I look at people's health and I do health scans, usually, almost always, when somebody has a physical health issue, and a lot of times I can see it before they have a physical health issue, uh, you will, you can backtrack psychically and see a lot of times where that physical health issue starts stemming from. And it stems from areas that they're struggling with, which stems from also stress. So when you're doing things that you're really uh, pushing against and it's not aligning with you and it's not making you happy, uh, you're going to find that your vibration is going to lower. It's going to cause knots and blocks in your vibration. Worry, fear, anxiety, stress, those call, cause knots, blocks, and problems in your spiritual immune system. Absolutely your energetic flow. It will cause, it will cause all kinds of havoc in your spiritual body. And then your spiritual body is what dictates the flow of energy and the creation of cells in your physical body. It kind of directs. It's the it's the conductor. It's it's going like this and going like, you know, now let's do this and we're moving energy here and blah, blah, blah. So that being said, if you have all these blocks and problems, the conductor is not going to be able to conduct the energetic flow in the physical body. Then you have issues. So uh, I think that that's going to bring a lot more awareness to that for people. I think it should because the amount of readings I do where people are just struggling, where they are fearful, worried, unhappy, and just forcing themselves down that road, down that, wor that road of fear, down that road of, I can't switch jobs, I can't leave this relationship, I can't do this, I'm not good enough to pursue this, um, and uh, how will I ever make any money doing this? And they still force themselves down the road of the one that they're just dreading every day, if you're living your life down that road, you're going to end up having a bad spiritual immune system, which then is going to uh, eventually dictate into a physical immune physical immune issue. So uh, that's something that I, if you're spiritually awakening, you should be very aware of. And if you're having a lot of anxieties about this and during a spiritual awakening time, you want to kind of check the stressors in your life and start to eliminate those. Uh, and you want to realize that 
basically, as far as the outside world goes, we're going to be okay. Everything's going to get back to normal, and it's going to be back to normal in the middle of the year. It really is. By summertime, a lot of you are going to, are going to forget about this entirely altogether. It's going to be okay. But you also can use this time to go, you know, where's my fear really coming from? And how, how far away did I get from my intuition on this? And I want to pay more attention to basically how I feel factual-wise instead of playing into the fear of everything else. Because it doesn't matter if it's this or anything else. You should really be tuned into your intuition and you should be having, paying a lot of attention to your spiritual health. Um, for anyone in need of surgery, not critical. Should it be delayed at this time? Betsy says, I would. I feel energetically um, the, the focus of the medical community is, is too weird at this point in time. There is some cross-contamination going on as they're not having medical supplies. So if it's a not critical one, I would delay. I would delay till May. I think if you get into May, then you're going to find that that's going to have calmed down again. Um, how do you see this as being related on spiritual awakening? We just kind of talked about that. This circumstance feels like to me like it's given a tremendous opportunity to rise up. We need leaders. People are grounded, faithful, unite. And yes, absolutely. I agree. Um, be interested to know on what you think of the Agenda 21 where the um, a famous pharmaceutical company were saying at event two, two, 201 in October that they were making a vaccine to combat this very virus causing a pan, um, that is causing this pandemic. And to me, there's been planned for a while. I, I, again, like I said, you know, use your coincidences. And uh, I find it also very interesting that they also just released a um, documentary on Netflix about the, uh, something very similar. I think it was also called Pandemic. Um, yeah, and maybe that's what you're talking about on here. Um, that that was kind of released right before all of this happened. So, yeah. Um, a little bit fishy. I just wish people would get smarter on, and I don't mean smarter, but I mean smarter like you're smart. Uh, it, I mean trust yourselves. I wish you would trust, I wish everybody would trust themselves more on uh, using their own intuition and really calming their own anxieties and knowing that, you know what, you're basically really going to be okay. I wish that people would do that more because it's hard because a lot of times you question yourself. You question yourself on, am I being smart or am I not being smart and everybody else is panicking. So maybe I should be panicking because they're panicking too. You're so smart. You really, really are. You're, you're really smart to the core of your being. And if you eliminate the panic and fear and you just really get down to that and go, is there something to this or is there something else to this? You're going to find that you have a lot more intuitive information than you thought you did. You really, really are. You, you're smart. You're in tune. You're in tune with this spiritual information. You're in tune with global knowledge. You're in tune with global energy. You really, really are. And you are just smart. And don't question yourself. Don't question yourself when you start going, hmm, this seems a little odd to me. That's, you know, your intuition really trying to go, you know what, calm down and this is a little weird. That, you're smarter than you think you are. You really are. Don't let the media make you feel like you're not smart. Don't let the media make you feel like they know something you don't know. 
don't let that happen. That's where we get really messed up as empaths and intuitives and whatnot. Um, there's a rumor that a bat from an experimental lab. Um, yeah, I don't think it was that. But um, in Hawaii, they've made certain vaccines for kids mandatory starting school next year, including um, HPV. Really? That's interesting, Ruth. I haven't heard that. Um, I'll have to look into that a little more. HPV is really on the schedule here and has been for a few years. Flu shots is on your schedule. Uh, can you get it twice? Dan asks. I intuitively, my psychic senses um, say yes, you can get it twice. Um, it also, my psychic senses also tell me that it's very, again, similar to the flu in that manner. You can uh, get it twice, but I don't feel like that it would be something that would be super major, I guess I would say. It would be something that would be like, you felt like you got the flu, and that happens in regular flu stuff. You maybe felt like you got the flu and then felt like you got, got the flu later, you know, that sort of thing. Um, but then you're like, oh, dang it, I got it again. So, yes, I do feel like it's a, it's, it's, you can get it twice. I don't think that it'll be major. I think that, again, a lot more people are walking around with immunities and have been exposed than way more people, let's just say way more people are walking around that have been exposed and even have had it than they realize. This is not a new thing. Like I said, I'm seeing that it ran pretty rampant through a lot of places, October, November, December. Um, what about all of this nonsense with people buying all the food out there? I think I dressed that patty. I don't know if you've seen it in the beginning. That's just straight up fear and panic. And then they see the shelves empty and then they just go, oh my God, the shelves, there's no food. And it's like, no, you give them a minute to restock the food that's in the back, you're fine. Um, so uh, yes, there's two different strands. So anyways, I think that I got through that as best I could. I hopefully I answered um, your questions. I'm just looking through here really quick. Uh, so just to summarize, you, you know, calm down probably been exposed to it um, in a lot of different places, not necessarily everywhere, but I do I do feel like it's definitely ran through Hawaii. There's a lot of other places that have been exposed. Um, the only difference is they're testing it now. Um, the only difference now is they named it. Um, they're now testing it. And uh, the likelihood that you've been around someone who's had it, probably a lot higher than you think. Um, is it going to crash the economy altogether? No. Uh, I think that there's a weird bounce back in June and potentially August. Um, as far as quarantines, I think that that may be coming as a nation. Um, and potentially, um, they're going to ask people to maybe do the social act places closing for a couple weeks. Um, I think that it might go in phases. You may see some stuff with domestic travel. Uh, then also, um, I think that a lot of that's going to end around the 15th. I think that there may be some tax breaks for people and or for businesses. I think that there will be some businesses stepping up that will probably pay for some of the things that people aren't expecting to. Um, I do think that there will be some losses in income, unfortunately, with the two-week thing, depending on where you're working, and that's going to be a bummer, but I do think that they're going to try to counteract that somewhat, but, you know, truthfully, some people are going to take a hit on that. Um, I do think that you just be smart. Don't pretend like this is the last time, but don't buy a hazmat suit. There's no reason. You just use good habits. You, you, um, you know, treat your or teach your family good habits, and you just take this time to relax. If you're off, 
Watch Netflix. Enjoy. Distract yourself. Distract yourself with things that are not the media, right? Because the next two to three weeks, the media is going to be all crazy still. That's just going to happen. And the more crazy they get, the more you get sucked into that energy of how things feel and then just the nutsness of everything. Um, food supply is still going to be fine. Um, that's still going to be made uninterrupted. I just don't, I mean, there may be some stuff here or there that's an issue. Um, I really don't see that being much of a problem. If it is, it's going to be short term. Uh, as far as hospital beds, I don't see that being much of a problem, but only in a few places. Um, and they're going to figure it out. It's fine. So hopefully you found this helpful. Um, and I am, you know, if you have any other questions, I, it looks like a lot of people are kind of commenting um, on, I, you know, comment below, but just stay tuned in. You're very, very smart. You are most likely super healthy. You've most likely been exposed. This isn't necessarily a new thing. It's a new name thing. You're, you're okay. It's all right. Just it, it'll, it'll pass. It's not going to last forever. Summer's going to be entirely different. You're going to be like, oh yeah, oh yeah. Remember that? Um, it, you're, you're good. Just as an empath, just, you know, make sure your kids are fine and your husband and your wife and just, it's all right. Everything's going to be good. We're, we're okay. It's, it's not a apocalypse. The only way it's an apocalypse is if people just freak out and decide it is in, in your head, right? It's definitely not going to be. Okay. So, um, I appreciate you guys all tuning in. If you have questions, I'll try to answer them. I hope that this was helpful. I'd love to hear from you to make sure this was helpful. I really hope it was helpful for you. And, um, you know, if there's something else that comes up with this, I will try to stop back. We'll do another live. Um, I'll give you my thoughts and, um, we'll just, we'll keep on, I'll keep on top of this for you as best I can. I don't think there's going to be a lot of stuff besides what I said. So, okay. So sleep peacefully, um, have the most amazing night and, uh, I'll see you soon. Aloha. Bye. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Shopify helps you sell at every stage of your business. Like that, let's put it online and see what happens stage. And the site is live. That we opened a store and need a fast checkout stage. Thanks. You're all set. That count it up and ship it around the globe stage. This one's going to Thailand. And that wait, did we just hit a million orders stage? <laughs> Whatever your stage, businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for your $1 a month trial at shopify.com slash listen. 